0: Would you like to learn the secret sauce to building wealth? Increase both your financial literacy and financial intelligence? You have come to the right place. Welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast, bringing you lessons on stewardship, asset ownership, and entrepreneurship. Here is your host, Dexter B. Jenkins.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Dexter B. Jenkins. And Welcome to episode number eight, and we're going to jump right into this episode as we are talking about today, the components of successful planning. Planning is something that that is really near and dear to my heart. I think it's a life skill that most of us, you know, you didn't pick that up coming up because you, you didn't have to plan. Most things were planned out for you. Maybe you went to school for 12 years, for high, obviously from first grade to 12th grade, and then you know, maybe you did some advanced, or maybe going to college or some other things. And then after that. And people begin to ask you, what do you want to do? Meaning they ask you to do some planning and you never had to do that. So it's this life skill that in order for you to uh, maximize your potential, in order for you to do well in business and well for you to do finance and finances and things of that nature, you've got to learn how to be a planner. So what I'm going to do is if you know anything about this podcast and just what my business or ministry is, is really is to be able to allow you to bring your faith into your business life and your money life in a very pragmatic fashion. So, we looked at an uh, episode number seven. We talked about the book of Proverbs. And so what I want to do is start out this podcast looking at one of the proverbs that I talked about last week on uh, last episode. And then I will start the podcast uh, number eight. And so we said that Proverbs 21 and five says this is that the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. And so if, if you go back to episode number seven, I said, one of the things that King Solomon always did in his Proverbs, he really would compare two people. So in this Proverbs, one is a hasty person and one is a diligent person. And then one of the things he said a diligent person does is they are a person who plans. So what we want to do is if we want to operate in diligence, if we want to operate in success and excellence, we have to be planners. So let me give you my definition of what a plan is. I say a plan is a step by step process to help you go from one place to another place. That's what it is, it's a step-by-step process that helps me go from uh, one place to another place. So I would say, for instance, it'll be a step-by-step process to help me go from being a renter to a homeowner, or from being a non-investor to an investor, or, from being someone who maybe is overweight to someone who's in shape. Well, what I have to do is have a step-by-step process to go from one state to another state, and that is what we call a plan. Now, what I found is that, that God often does his greatest work through a plan. And oftentimes what he will do is he will display his, both his power as well as uh, the promises through a plan. And a lot of times people don't recognize that planning is is very spiritual. And it's, it's one of the things that God does is one of the ways he works through is through plan. So let me give you seven keys to successful plan or seven principles. And then what I'm going to do is talk to you about how to do it. These seven keys, seven principles, I'm going to go through them fairly fast so make sure you got a pen in hand you got your ipad or your phone or go back and listen to this later on but the number one principle or key number one is god is a master planner and a superior strategist and so what that means is i've got to get god involved in my plans as we looked at proverbs 21 and 5 i didn't mention proverbs 16 and 3 where it says that if we will commit our plans to the lord he will cause them to succeed one of the things you want to look at is that if you are planning one of the things you want to do is get God involved in your plans. And then when you're doing that, look out for two things. Look out for things that are simple and look out for something, things that are strange. Now, the simple means that, I mean, he may say, call somebody to do something. You're like, well, how, how is that going to help me my plan? Well, it's very simple. And then he may tell you to do something strange, meaning in your mind, it may go past conventional wisdom. And so when you're looking towards God with a plan, you want to make sure you're doing those two things, looking out for the simple and looking out for things that might be strange. Number two, understanding planning has both spiritual as well as natural dimensions to it, meaning that there's a spiritual side to it and there's a natural side of it. So we've talked about on some respect the spiritual side. So maybe I'm talking to God, I'm, I'm praying. Well, that's the spiritual side of it. But then there's the natural side of it. Well, I mean, I have to Submit the application. I have to make the phone calls. I may have to do whatever I need. And so there's a spiritual side of it and there's a natural side of it. And you need both of them to be successful in completing your plan. Number three, understand that planning is hard work. It's principle number three. Well, because planning is hard work because most people don't want to sit down and do the thinking that's needed. And I used to say to my son years ago when he was small, I said, well, son, if you don't have a plan, somebody will put you inside of their plan." And so you always want to have a plan, but understand that it's going to be hard work for you to sit down and to calm your mind and to be able to put down on paper or put down on your computer what you want to do. It's going to be hard work. But one of the sayings that you hear people say Oh, I've heard people say a lot of times is that there's working in your business and then there's working on your business. And most of the time they talk about if you want to work in your business, that's the actual physical, what you have to do to run your business. But then there is the working on your business. And most of the time working on your business involves some sort of planning. Number four, understand that executing your plan is going to take discipline. It's going to take diligence. And it's going to take persistence or three things. So executing my plan. So, okay, I've sat down and I have written a plan out. Now I'm getting moving, but it's going to take discipline. Meaning I'm going to have to work when I don't feel like working. It's going to take diligence. Meaning that's just going to be steady and consistent and and working both hard and smart. And then persistence. Meaning that's attitude. I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. You're going to need all three to work as you're executing your plan. Principle number five is that you got to begin to figure out what your plan is going to cost you spiritually, what's it going to cost you relationally, what's it going to cost you financially, and what's it going to cost you physically. See, all those are the four things, those are the four areas that I talk about of a person having a balanced life. It's the spiritual side of you, it's the physical side of you, it's the relational side of you, and the financial. And so I, I got to begin to look at what, in order for me to accomplish my goals, in order for my plan to work, what sacrifices, what is it going to cost me in those four areas? And that's going to be critical. So, Because on the spiritual side, I, I may have to look at this with things. If I'm very involved in my church, or I may be involved in this, well, I may have to step down and do certain things because I'm executing a plan. Or when it comes to my health, I, I may have to figure out how to work out and do things differently because of I'm working a plan. Or, you know, with my wife, or, or my husband, or with my church, I, got, I, I may have to explain to them, I may miss a few games, I may miss a few events because I'm working a plan. And then you know it's going to cost you something financially, meaning that when you start something, you know there's usually an investment of some sort and so i got to make sure that i'm counting the cost so to speak when i'm doing that number six if the initial plan doesn't work out coming with another plan meaning you know what i found is that sometime when when i started when i wrote it and then as i began to get my plan moving i recognized there were some holes in my plan and then sometimes i recognized the plan just wasn't very good just wasn't very good and so what i need to do is with another plan, so don't be afraid to do that. And I always say this you can change your directions without changing the goal. And then, number seven, is working a plan is going to be a test of your faith, recognizing that as you're just step by step process to go from here to there, to go from a non-investor to an investor, to go from being a person who rents to a person who owns property. Well, it's going to be a step of faith. If you've never done this before, you're taking step by step. And what you're going to do is you're going to need patience to take these steps in order to get to where you need to go. So those are seven principles or seven keys to successful planning. Now, let me get into the components of it now. All of these will begin with the letter G. So if you're taking notes, you can you can start all your things with G's. So the first for the first component of a plan is the goal. Now, the goal deals with a couple things it deals with the what am I trying to accomplish and why am I trying to accomplish? So I'm looking at what am I trying to accomplish and why am I trying to accomplish it? So the what is has to be measurable. So if I want to start a business in 12 months that brings in $100,000 a year or $50,000 a year, that's measurable. I can't just say I want to start a business. Well, that's that's starting a business is not measurable, but starting a business and then having a goal for what I want to bring in, that's measurable. Your first thing has to be measured. It can't be nebulous. It has to be something that is tangible. And so that's the first G. The second G is, okay, I, I want to lose the weight. I want to start the business. Well, my thing is I've got to have a strategy. And so that's my game plan. So my game plan is talking to me about how am I going to get this thing done? I need to get some strategy. And so that's why I was saying that it's going to be critical that as you begin to in prayer and talking to God and talking to other people they can help you with the strategy. And then the third G is going to be group, meaning, OK, as I have my tangible goal, as I have my game plan, my strategy in place, next is what my group. Well, who are my partners? Who are my teammates? Who do I need in order to make sure that my plan is successful? And let me say this to you, anytime you start something, you're going to need partners. Anytime you are going in uh, going into new territory, you're going to need teammates to help you to get some things done. And then the last G is government. Meaning that okay, once I got my goal, once I have my game plan strategy, once I have my group in place, the next G is this thing called government. And what does that mean? The government means is I have to give it some sort of oversight. Meaning I have to have what I call you have to inspect what you expect. You and I have my game plan in place and in planning. I got to inspect what I expect. There needs to be weekly check-ins maybe or monthly check-ins or uh, every other day check-ins. Why? Because I want to make sure that as I am taking, going on my way from here to there, as I'm going from, an, from a non-investor to investor, that I have to do some check-ins. Uh, I know when my wife and I are you know, one of the things we do is we have a, a real estate development company, so we buy real estate and flip and all that type of thing. But one thing we do is we go and talk to our contractor on a consistent basis. We actually walk the properties once a week. Why? Because we are we are overseeing what we are our game plan. And so we're inspecting what we expect. So Those are the components of a successful plan. And hey, you know, what I want to do is if I can be of help to you as you are going on this process of starting the plan, would you head on over to DexterBJenkins.com where I have extra materials and resources over there for you. As we tap into those resources and materials, I think they will help you be a successful planner. Until next time, be blessed. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. (laughs)
0: This episode of the Wealthy Conversations podcast has come to an end, but your financial education doesn't have to. Head over to DexterBJenkins.com and access all of our resources, tools, and advice mentioned on today's show. Until next time, click subscribe and don't miss the next show as we continue on the journey toward reaching our highest financial potential.